follow me. That's the call of Jesus recorded in John's Gospel. It was initially delivered to his closest friends, but it's a call that has been passed on and on through the ages to reach us here in this moment today. There's something very personal about it, and it's a challenge wherever you're at with faith and belief. So today we're chatting with Christian minister Matt Ham about what it means to follow Jesus. Matt, we can't physically see or hear Jesus right here, right now. So what does a personal relationship with him actually look like? The personal relationship that we have with God, God the Father through Jesus by the Holy Spirit is the most personal relationship that you can have uh, and it's one um, that's not driven by guilt or um, a sense even of duty, although there is uh, something of that in any relationship that we treasure, but um, more by a response to his grace and his love for us uh, that we have revealed to us not only in the scriptures but personally to us in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So it sounds like something to do with awareness or an internal sense of connection. Is it different for everyone? Uh, yeah, of course. Although we, there are similarities that we all share, of course, uh, yeah, the, we have individual experiences and uh, gifts and makeups and characters that he has so beautifully uh, yeah, created and made us with, and so yeah, the the nature of relating to him is indeed personal. I will I will relate differently to Jesus uh, to others. We'll still it'll be the same Jesus. We'll still be trusting in and relying on the same Jesus as revealed from the Bible uh, and by the Holy Spirit. But how I respond. Uh, will be different to the next person, uh, and that's that's part of the beauty of a personal relationship, a friendship yeah, with somebody, and a friendship with God um, is yeah very personal. Our spirituality can often be seen as a personal experience that we have ownership of, but Jesus says we should follow Him, which suggests that we give Him at least some authority over our choices. Is that sacrifice worth it? I think uh, once you seriously reckon with Jesus, the person of Jesus, uh, who he is and what he has done and the things that he has said, he is uh, truly uh, just wonderful. There is uh, a character and strength to him that is admirable and good and wonderful. He is very attractive and even... Yeah, <clears throat> even in the world today, a lot of people throw a lot of mud at Christianity and the church and a lot of it sticks, but none of it ever sticks to Jesus. Uh, he, he is universally admired, um, even if not for wholly what he claimed to be, but uh, he's just an admirable person. And I, I think the more that you dig into him, into who he is, that admiration can only increase. Uh, and if you let the truth of who he is, particularly as God, uh, settle in your mind. The idea that God would approach you and call you to follow him uh, <clears throat> is an incredible privilege. Um, I, you know, it's something akin to the person that you, you know, maybe had your 
eyes on that's beyond your league, out of your league, <laughs> uh, and they approach you and want you to be in a relationship with them, you would sacrifice pretty much anything um, for that. Uh, it wouldn't feel like a sacrifice. It would feel uh, like uh, entirely worth it. Um, in fact, you'd be overcome with how gracious they were, that they would even notice you, <laughs> let alone want to be in a, an intimate relationship with you, and that the God in the universe has chosen to do that in the person of Jesus is irresistibly uh, good. So the sacrifice uh, is a sacrifice, of course, but um, it's not one that you will ever regret. So that's quite compelling. But as followers of Jesus, we can so easily get distracted and disheartened. What do you think Jesus would say to us in these moments? I think he'd say something similar to what he said to Peter, uh, he said, <laughs> which was essentially just mind your own business um, and follow me. You keep your eyes on me. Don't worry what I'm doing with others. Um, yeah, it might look like others have it better than we do, um, even if as Christians, um, you know, we, <laughs> there's the promise that we will all uh, in some ways suffer for Christ, but some seem to suffer a whole lot less. They seem to be doing it pretty well. They give up everything in the world and uh, with God. And sometimes, yeah, that can seem unfair and we can uh, compare ourselves and our walk and bemoan our lot Um but uh, I think Jesus would encourage us to get our eyes off others uh, and the things they have or don't have that we wish we had or not uh, and get them back on him. Because uh, in him is the richness of all the blessings that God has on offer in the heavenly realms. Um, so, yeah, it, it makes sense to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, who is not just the author of our faith, but the sustainer and... Uh, the one who uh, has made us rich, rich in spirit and rich uh, for eternity. So, yeah, that, that, I think that that would be his advice. Just keep your eyes on me. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, your proper vision <laughs> to be filling your heart with. Yeah. The, uh, that hymn, Be Thou My Vision, is a wonderful prayer. I think that um, Jesus would heartily agree to, uh, that we would fill our heart with the vision of Jesus and uh, in that space. Not only will be, uh, can we learn to be content with what we have, but in fact have joy, joy in plenty and joy in want. And that is a remarkable place uh, to be. So today, whether you have a personal friendship with Jesus or not, it's good to fix your eyes on him and get to know him better. Let's finish up with a clip from a talk by Matt that will help us figure out what that might look like in our lives. For those who are not believing in Jesus then, here and now might be a crossroads for you. What are you going to do with Jesus? He's not dead, he's alive. He's God in the flesh, come to save you and give you eternal life. What are you going to do about that? Doing nothing is actually still doing something. Doing nothing is to reject John's eyewitness testimony to Jesus. It's to reject Jesus and reject the offer of life, eternal life that's in his name. 
you will suffer eternal death and misery instead. Please, please believe in Jesus. Believe that he is God. Believe that he loves you, loves you enough to die for you and rose from the dead for you to give you eternal life. Please believe it. Please believe he is your saviour and the son of God, not just God, but your God. And for those of us who are already believing, let's see this testimony to, of John to Jesus, this written testimony, to see it as strengthening our own faith in Jesus, perhaps in the face of worrying more about others and where they're at in life and in their relationship with Jesus, to instead focus on our own relationship with Jesus first, to strengthen that, that we follow him as he's called us to personally that we accept the circumstances he's put us in or has allowed for us to be in and follow him according to what he calls us individually to do, which will be different to the next person, whether that be in upfront spaces or behind the scenes, whether our faithful following of Jesus leads us to love others quite publicly or privately, you know, to the praise of others or unsung Let's not get distracted by the seemingly better or worse lives that Jesus calls others, others to. Let's not get sidetracked by rumours and things that are done, none of our business, and instead focus on personally following Jesus. Let's spend more time strengthening our faith in Jesus. Knowing Jesus is brought to you by Gosford Presbyterian Church. You can hear more from Matt over on our YouTube page. Just click the link in our show notes to dive in there. Thanks for joining us. God bless. We'll see you next time.